Welcome to Fran Path Consulting Podcast. I'm Sam Schweitzer. And I'm Brittany Bodie. And together we are Fran Path Consulting. Hey, Britt. Hey, Sam. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing really well, thanks. You know, this morning I was listening to our episode last week, and it was a lot of fun to just spend some time with good friends of ours. And, you know, I was reflecting on the conversation, and one of the things that I really took away from it was just some of what Bobby, our friend Bobby, was sharing about, you know, how he didn't move quick enough on an opportunity, and he kind of dragged his feet and and made some excuses for himself about things that were going on in his life and how he missed out on an opportunity. So it was really cool to hear him be very raw and open about, you know, what can happen if you make some of those excuses? Yeah, I think it's really interesting, especially from the perspective of somebody in the franchise space, because we know we share with candidates all the time, okay, so you need to move through this process. You need to gather the information at a certain pace because there may be other people looking at your territory and we want to put you in a position to say yes or no. We don't want somebody to come through And because they're more diligent than you in the process, not because they'd be a better franchisee necessarily, but because they just check the boxes faster. Now they're at a discovery day ahead of you and they have the opportunity to buy your territory. And I think that's especially pertinent right now because we're coming off of spring breaks. We're coming off of Easter vacations. We're headed into summer vacation, which for people with families can be bonkers. So really working with candidates and and coaching them on, you know, working through the process with those development reps at the pace with which they need to, to make decisions. Yeah. You know, we set the stage on that on the front end. We kind of have a little video for them to listen to about how to remain in the driver's seat of the process. That's something you and I feel very passionate about because we want the decision to be our client's. We don't want the decision made for them. So one of those things that they have to understand is it's a mutual valuation process. They're watching to see what are you doing? How are you staying engaged? And we get it that, you know, people have things going on in their lives. They're working. They have families. They're traveling. You know, summer's upon us, graduation, college visits, whatever it may be. But just the importance of keeping that good cadence is one thing that we really stress. Absolutely. And I I think the thing, you know, I just was remembering candidates that we had that were looking at a brand that is so busy right now. And they had a vacation scheduled to take their kids back home to where they were from, which was across the country from where they live. And it happened to fall on a discovery day. And they made the decision, we either have to go to this, or we may not have this brand. And what is the priority? And how does this look? And, you know, they opted into heading to that discovery day and they're now franchisees of the brand and loving it. And so I think you have to look at, you know, what is three hours worth of calls a week on a week on vacation? Can you make it work? Is it worth it to you? And if the answer is no, then probably reevaluating being a business owner. Mm -hmm. I always encourage people to think about long term. What is the long-term reward going to look like? What is the long-term kind of 
goals for your family going to look like? You know, businesses, it, it takes time. It's going to take time away from your family in the short term, in the exploration, in the early days in the business. But I always tell people, think about what your motivator is. Think about what that long-term goal is that you're looking for. That is such a good point. And if you don't have your eye on that prize, I do think that it's easy to get lost in the minutiae, which is a great way to introduce today's guest because his business is all about helping people not get lost in the minutiae and stay on track. We have Andy Schmidt, who is business development manager for Traction Tools. Welcome to the pod. Thank you. Great to be here. Very excited. We are so excited to have you. So thanks so much for taking the time with us today. You know, one of the things that we really love to kick off any episode with is just a little get to know you. So anything that you're willing to share with our listeners today about your background, we'd appreciate. I live in Minneapolis. Um, I have a wife and a 15-year-old daughter, so we're learning to drive. So, um, And it's actually making me a better driver, to be quite honest. <laughs> I, I pay much more attention to what I'm doing now because she's absorbing everything. So, um, yes, um, we've been here since the early 2000s. Um, professionally, over the last two decades, um, we actually moved to Minneapolis. To, uh, I started working at uh, Best Buy Corporate. So um, some interesting times there. It was a time when they had uh, started to let outside people in, so they started to hire VPs from Microsoft and things like that. And you really started to see the, the tug on the culture because they had built such this incredible culture around uh, um, servant leadership and things like that and, and how it dilutes the more the bigger you get and so how they fought to keep that culture very interesting um actually we uh my wife's uncle was the president of the company at the time so um we had access we basically lived that with them for the first year we had an apartment but we always went over there afterwards because we went to sit in the apartment and um so i got to pick the brain and just listen to the conversations and the thoughts of uh a Fortune 100 president and just um, all the different pieces and um, and again just fighting to save that culture so that was really awesome. Um, left there, started my own business. Um, we can talk about that a little bit later in the conversation, but that was a a lot of what brought me here. Um, worked for a POS company that then morphed into a digital signage company, and that's really where I got my first taste of franchising and the different parts and pieces, and then. You know, even just the different emotions from a franchisee looking up to the franchisor or the franchisor looking at the franchisee, um, you know, whose best interest is always being served. Got to work with focus brands on that and did a huge digital signage rollout for Cinnabon. So um, just kind of seeing the structure of a, of a major group like focus brands was amazing. You know, there's so many parts and pieces. Um, and so, and ultimately, um, I just found my way here and it was actually... They found me, to be honest. Um, they, I had Hunter reached out to me. I really wasn't looking for something new. I enjoyed what I was doing. But I had gone through um, four companies that used Traction as their growth platform. So I had seen it in its purest form. I've seen it in its, well, we kind of like the concept, but really don't want to put the skin in the game type of thing. And so um, if it wouldn't have been that it was about traction tools and about software that supports traction, I probably wouldn't be sitting here right now. But uh, yeah, it's it's been a great journey and I'm just enjoying it and continuing to have it uh, and now growing into the franchise space. And it's just such an incredible community and people are so nice and everyone has just been, um, you know, so kind to me. You know, I got to, 
I'm not probably shouldn't name drop, but John Francis lives right here in Minneapolis, you know, and so I have lunch with uh, Johnny Franchise, you know, and he's just introduced me to so many people and opened so many doors. And I find that throughout the entire franchise uh, community. So it gets me excited. It's fun. So, yeah. Yeah. Franchising is like a family. I, I just was talking to a candidate that owns a franchise and she said, I was in med device for years and I just always felt like it was cutthroat and like everybody else that was in my position just never wanted to help me. And as a franchisee, everybody wants to help and they're so willing to help you. And I think that's one of the coolest things about this space as a whole, just working in it and being involved in it. And for you guys, Traction Tools isn't specific to the franchise space. Obviously, you have tools that business owners across the country and the world can use. Can you talk a little bit about, first of all, what are Traction Tools for people that have heard us say it five or six times already so we know what they are? And then the other thing is how they help franchisors and franchisees. Sure. Um, but you're right. Um, we do have a diverse um group of businesses that we work with from anywhere from, you know, franchises to CPAs to, you know, it is very um, universal in its tools, but uh, franchise specific. Um, I think 2020 really kind of set the tone for traction tools. Um, we had worked with a lot of small businesses and, you know, with the pandemic and everything, it, um, you know, we saw a lot of panic and we saw a lot of fear. And um, so really, I think we just, our why became, we want to create a space where people can make smart choices based on knowledge and not on fear, you know, and I mean, software is software, right? But to have that and now to just sit back and look at that and to listen to those words and, and it truly is, we, we want to see people succeed. We have, you know, great use our software. If we're not the right fit, we'll find the right fit for you, but we want you to be in a good place where you can make smart decisions and not again, make, judgments out of fear. So, um, so traction tools is a software. I'll just hit the bullet points. Um, you know, we have clients in 17 countries around the world. So we're a global company. Um, our team itself is global. So we are hundred percent remote. We have people in Portugal and Nicaragua. So we, uh, we represent over 10 countries just in our, our team alone. So it's, it's great. So we not only, just a great work culture, but learning other cultures, right? Um, just learning different holidays and things like that. So um, there's 100,000 meetings ran every month in Traction Tools. So it gets plenty of use. And um, yeah, and so it's a software as a service. So um, Traction itself is a growth platform that uh, has some basic blocks in it. And we just made it easier to be able to run those things and to have visibility to those uh, scorecard metrics, um, your 90-day goals, weekly to-dos, and things like that. It's a great tool for business owners, no doubt. And one of the things that you know Sam and I talked about as we were chit-chatting in the beginning is just what are your goals? How are you thinking about long-term? How you want business ownership to have kind of a positive impact on yourself, on your family? So we know as business owners ourselves, like visibility to goals and understanding how do we achieve those goals is so important. So if we could dig into that piece a little bit more, kind of how does traction really help business owners oversee, manage, and understand and kind of work towards their goals? Sure. Yeah. So traction, the methodology itself, you know, it, um, 
you have a one year, three year, 10 year goal. Um, and then based on those goals, you have a 90 day goal. And then based on those, you have weekly to do's. And so it all just kind of bubbles up and then you have scorecard metrics to follow against those. Right. So, um, so as far as the goals themselves, so you want to make them smart, right? They're measurable, obtainable, um, relatable, and you can track them, right? So what it doesn't get measured doesn't get done. You know, it's a famous Gino Whitman saying out <laughs> of traction. So, um, but that's truly the methodology. And then the whole idea is you start to identify challenges that are blocking you from getting to your goals. So you figure out, well, why is it a challenge? How do we work around it? And then from there, all right, great. Now what's next, right? And so it just continues to, you can see that growth just happen and happen and happen over and over again. And um, it's, it's amazing. It's, uh, it's truly the people that buy into it. It's, um, you know, it's a way of life for them really. And it's not hard to do really. It's transparency and accountability. And um, so to measure the goals again, um, just, I think the scorecard is hugely important, right? So how many prospects do you talk to in a week? Things like that. So that's really how we measure against goals. I think it's so interesting. And if you haven't heard of traction, sometimes this can seem a bit abstract and trying to put it in perspective for your business. I think sometimes business owners are so bogged down in the day-to-day minutia that they forget what they came to do, or they forget that the end goal is what they're working towards. And so they're doing all of these activities that are essentially like quicksand, just pulling them down. And could you give us a case study, just an example? You don't have to use names if you can't. We totally understand that. If you want to, we'd love to know who used it. Uh, Name drop away. But if you could just give us a case study of a business or an organization that used this and it really resulted in their growth. Sure. Yeah. And I'd be remiss. I just want to touch on one thing that um, we are not um, owned or a subsidiary of EOS Traction. It's a, we are just a, a licensed software of the actual traction platform. So um, we have an agreement with them, but we're not just, uh, we're the first group that was licensed to sell software using their vernacular and things like that. So, um, but yeah, an example, the, uh, the POS company that I went and worked for um, that ultimately uh, grew into a digital signage company as well. So <clears throat> it's kind of a fun little story. The uh, father of the four sons, was a tinkerer and he just tinkered all the time and he came up with this method to uh to um scan barcodes for um quick serve restaurants so it was literally a wand and so the name of the company is wand w-a-n-d and um so he uh had a software developer and started working on it and um it just took off like gangbusters and um they ultimately signed Wendy's and they became the exclusive POS provider of Wendy's. So all of a sudden they got all this business and uh, the sons are driving vans around the country, installing POS, <laughs> Just you know, it's true bootstrap and fun times. But um, as it turned out, you know, then to your point, you know, you start getting shiny object syndrome and you start not keeping your eye on the prize and things like that. And so ultimately they became stagnant and started to run in the red, you know, and they're just like, gosh, we got all this, you know, endpoints and touch points and how can this be possible? So the youngest son, super smart businessman, um, he read traction. He said, Oh my gosh, this is it. This is the, this is what we need. You know, we need some discipline and we need some accountability. We need to figure out if we got the right people in the right seats, just all these different things. And so, um, he started implementing it into the company and it was, um, you know, and he was true, like true, pure, 
EOS. Like there was, you know, L10s are, you know, every week, same time, every time, you know, you don't miss them, bring a death certificate of somebody near and dear to you if you're going to miss that L10 because it's happening and you need to be there, right? So, I mean, because those are where the issues are discussed and things like that. And, um, geez, I was there for three years and within the first year, the turnaround was incredible. Um, we got rid of some dead wood. Um, we got people in the right seats. We found that we had talented people that were just completely misaligned with their uh, goals and their skills. And so, um, but we just implemented it and just, you know, got those, okay, we're not looking past the 90 days. And then it was always, okay, this next thing, does it support our 90 day goal? Yes or no? No? Okay, then let's put it on the long-term chart because it's important to us. But we already said these five things are the most important thing for our company to move ahead this this quarter. And so we're not going to, and that's how you get rid of that shiny object syndrome, right? So, um, and just by the time I left after three years, the place was humming and it was making, you know, doing really well, way back into the black, nowhere near the red anymore. And, uh, and just expanding into new markets. And it was all simply because, you know, the founder's son read traction and said, we need to do this. And it's, uh, and I see it happen all the time. What a cool success story and just how, you know, understanding the traction model and using the traction tools can really have a positive impact on someone's business. So tell us a little bit about how you see traction tools moving forward, shaping the future of business ownership. Sure. Um, well, again, you know, we want to put people in a position to um, make smart decisions, you know, not out of fear, but out of knowledge. And so um, in the franchise space, you know, I've developed this, what I call the franchise foundation, and it's just like the four key items, right? So that's, what does the accountability chart need to look like? You know, what does your, your VTO, your, your one-year, three-year, 10-year plan look like? Um, what are the first 90 days, right? The most critical days, like hit the ground running, and then those scorecard metrics. And so how I see it working is that working with a franchisor, we'll work with them to develop what those scorecard metrics need to be, um, what those first 90 days need to look like, um, what the accountability chart needs to look like. You know, each business has a different need for a salesperson or for field staff, things like that. And then, so we build those blocks and then as they onboard a franchisee, we have that all preloaded into the software. So it's branded specific to the franchise. So they come in and we can tweak it a little bit, right? Because some people maybe just want a cottage industry versus someone wants to have 10 locations in their territory within the first five years. But again, those scorecard metrics and things are preloaded, ready to go. And so, so from the ground running, now the franchisor knows what's important to the franchisee and what they're measuring against, right? So if you're not quoting $25,000 every week we know you're not going to be able to obtain this goal of x amount of gross revenue per month right so what do we need to do to get you to be able to quote more right so we can start to see the red flags um we work with a software platform called zapier it's happier with a z and it's an integration to um, our tool so if you run things on quickbooks it'll auto populate the scorecard so to try to just clean off as many um, roadblocks out of the uh, franchisees or franchisors way to let them focus on what they, right. What's their passion, you know, it's um, growing their business. And so to be able to get all those building blocks and those key, you know, they're very important, obviously. I mean, it's the foundation of your business, but um, they're not going to 
get you X amount of customers, but you're going to know if you need how many X amount of customers to be able to hit your revenue goal. So I think short term, that's really what I'm focusing on in the franchise space and to uh, be able to really, again, get these people in a position where they can succeed hitting the ground running and know exactly what to look for. So um, that's really where I see us playing a huge role in franchise. I think that's so powerful, just the visibility itself. And I don't even know if I shared with you, Andy, when I was part of the complete nutrition system, they implemented traction and it was a massive game changer because you had a ton of first time business owners that were all running different, that came from corporate America typically. And then they were all running different types of leadership and there wasn't a clear guidance from the franchisor. And so the franchisor implemented it. And we saw a huge difference. I mean, for me, what was very important was the ability to say tangent alert to me because <laughs> I need someone to yell tangent during my conversations. And just those L10s and the consistency and the accountability, it, it really is instrumental in shaping an organization. And you don't know what you're missing until you implement something like that. So I think personally, my personal experience was incredibly positive with traction and just what it was able to do for the franchise level, but also for individual franchisees. It, it really made a day-to-day difference in developing our people as well. Sure. And even like the accountability chart, right? So, I mean, you could, to a point where you say I have, I've had, $100,000 in revenue a month for three months. So that's a indicator, a gateway that I need to hire another salesperson or something like that, right? So, I mean, you can have all those things built right into it. And so I uh, can measure it all in the software and the franchisor can jump on the phone and say, why, do you, why are you struggling? You know, pull up your scorecard. Let's take a look at what's going on, you know? And so there's, you know, so are you getting your to-dos done every week, you know? And, you know, what, what are the issues? Are we solving the issues and things like that? So really it's... um. And it's a powerful tool and it's mobile and it's easily accessible. So it's not spreadsheets and Word docs and oh, where did I put all that information? You know, it's all right there in front of you. You can do a screen share and it's all right there. So I love that. I love the yeah. simplicity. I love the ease because the last thing a business owner wants is to add another thing to their plate when they're already feeling overwhelmed. So that's really great that you guys have worked through all of that with this platform. You've been in a lot of different arenas. You have obviously worked in corporate America. I mean, Best Buy is a huge conglomerate, but you've chosen to come back and work with small business owners. So what is your personal compelling reason for wanting to help business owners? Sure. Um, and I kind of touched on it earlier, but when I left Best Buy and uh, with a, and started a business with one of the other people I had worked with there, we developed a uh, geek squad for the rest of the world. So for Amazon, for Target, for uh, Walmart. So we looked at the geek squad model and said, well, there's only two technicians per store, right? So there's a finite amount of labor there. We found this platform that uh, people could more or less just put their excess labor, right? So you have technicians who are sitting around and not busy. And we took that platform and we said, wow, we created this really cool API. And so we could do same day, next day installations for uh, consumer electronics. So on-wall TV install, router setups, things like that. And, um, but we didn't really have any business um, system in place, if you will. So, um, you know, when things were going really great, I mean, holy cow, we started in uh, my partner's basement and we were, you know, down on the waterfront in downtown Minneapolis within like six months. And we were just like, holy cow, this is awesome. And then, you know, we started to get uh, the, you know, just lured into bad choices, you know, expand our 
portfolio of what we do and, you know, do all the different things. And we just never really had a system to keep us in check. And ultimately I left the business because we weren't, we didn't really have a why, you know, it was, we we're really selling on margin and that's a race to the bottom. I mean, there's only, right. There's only so much margin you can deal with. And so, um, so really looking back on that, if we had a tool like uh, traction tools and traction, I think that it would have, um, you know, been so much better for us, us as a team and us as a business and um, our employees and things like that. So um, really that's, that's, I just I don't want people to have to manage and navigate starting a business so blind like that. And so uh, again, after experiencing traction tools many years ago um, or extraction, I just see it as a great way to help any small business, right? Because to your point, you don't know what you don't know. So if you can somehow help people establish those things and get them where they're focused on what's important and then block out the noise and they're just going to be so much more successful. And so, you know, based on my experience and um, just watching the company just basically self-implode because of too fast of growth and lack of vision, I just never want to see anybody else have to go through that. And so that's really why I've re-engaged in the small business world. Well, I think, you know, having the experience firsthand much must really help you with with your clients. I mean, to to have gone through it and and I loved how you said, you know, we didn't really have a why. That's something we ask everybody on the first call, like, what is your why for exploring franchise ownership? And I do think that what you do and the tools that you guys have built are so impactful and can really add value to any business owner, whether franchisee or not. So you've given a lot of good nuggets of information today. And, you know, we always love to wrap up a podcast asking everyone, what is the best piece of advice you've ever received? <laughs> um, well, I was thinking about this one and I have some funny ones, but um, I'll save those for a different time. But um, uh, one of my favorites is, you know, God gave you two ears in one mouth and use it accordingly. So um, everybody has a story. Everybody likes to tell their story and to really be an active listener. You know, I think that people listen, but even in my L10s at work, you know, I can see people, you know, glancing over to the Slack and things like that, you know, like, but to really be present in that moment and just really, truly absorbing what that person is saying. And um, <clears throat> we've had people on our sales team bring in huge opportunities because they're just like, oh, you're saying that, um, you know, you're the only person in your group of 300 that uses traction and everyone else is struggling, you know, and so wow, you know, we started talking to them and, but it was active listening. So um, I just, I'm a firm believer. I see it in my life and with uh, my daughter and, you know, that I'm there, I'm present with her, you know, I'm not just like listening to her half-heartedly and um, it makes a difference. So truly being a, a, an active listener and really making it a point to want to listen and learn because like I said, everyone's got a story, right? Sam moved back from California because it was family, right? Like wanted to be in a different place. And so, um, yeah, so those, I love stories. And so I love to listen. I love stories too. I could listen to them all day. That's why right. <laughs> staying on track, tangent alert. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's why it's I love like the, that's why I love like shows like the IFA and things like that, right? Because you can just walk around and just listen to stories. I mean, holy cow, it's just people have experienced so many things in their lives. It's just like, whoa. Absolutely. That's that's really my favorite part about meeting business owners is that the the journey until they became that 
is so interesting. And there's usually a moment or something that really propelled them forward. And, and those stories are fantastic. So I love that advice. And thank you so much for sharing traction tools with us today. And just, I hope there's some business owners and franchisors listening, going, yeah, that's exactly what we need right now. Yeah, absolutely. And again, if we're not the right fit, we'll find someone that is, but um, you know, we're excited to be in this space and growing and uh, helping people out. So. Well, we really appreciate your time today. So thank you so much for sharing your story and more about Traction Tools. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. So if you'd like to learn more about franchising and diversifying your portfolio through franchising, email us at info at franpathconsulting.com. Follow the FranPath Consulting Podcast on Apple or Spotify. Please rate and review us five stars. You can also follow us on Instagram at FranPath, Facebook and LinkedIn at FranPath Consulting, or go to our website, franpathconsulting.com to take your free business assessment. Mm -hmm.